G'day ladies and gents and welcome back to another cracking life of mine episode. Maddie Michael here. The usual merchandise pitch at the start of the episode. Head over to the life of mine shop. Few tucker hoodies left. Warm as. Probably not used to you in summer. But that's why they're half price. $45. I'm losing money just to get them out the door. Because I don't want people to miss out next winter. And also, if you want to be a Life of Mine patron and hear all the roughest guts, exclusive yarns hidden away so I don't go to jail, head to Podbean, download the app, become a patron, hit the red button, pledge two buck fifty a month, US dollars, so it's a little bit more, and uh, you'll get access to all the cracking episodes. You'd be mad not to. If you have any dramas and you can't see the episodes, go to the top right of the Podbean app, hit the three little but three little dots, click refresh, and the patron yarns will pop up once you've signed up. Everyone has dramas with that. Just letting you know. We figured it out. It's all good. Righto, for this episode, we've got the Leinster legend himself, Steve Squizzy Taylor, not the underbelly figure. Possibly the Leinster underbelly figure. I'm not sure what Squeezy gets up to at Leinster. As Squeezy said, he is slowly creeping back the score against Leinster's shit ground. He reckons he's not retiring until they are even. Now, the Squeeze, he had a young professional career in the rugby league back in Wollongong for Illawarra, so that consumes the first 15 minutes of this yarn. So if you're not into rugby league, I'd suggest you fast forward to about 15 minutes where we get into Squizzy's 25-year career on the Jumbo, which, as I said, has mostly been in Leinster's shitty ground. Can put a bloody gooey bolt in this bloke. Now, the Squiz, well, he's a bloody legend of a bloke. Pretty much all of the corporate folk for BHP have been Squizzy's nipper at some point. Uh, he's got the best attitude you'll ever hear of. He's all about being a bloody good cross-shift, doing the shit jobs so his crossmate doesn't have to. Uh, absolute ripper of a miner and ripper of a bloke. You'll uh, learn a lot in this yarn about taking a good positive attitude into the underground environment. And as always, you'll learn a few jumbo tricks. So, let's see what the Leinster legend, underbelly squizzy Taylor, has to say. Let's get into it. Right, this will this could shape the way the the direction the interview goes. Boring yeah. start. But where'd you get the name Squizzy? Because I've never known this. Well, Squizzy Taylor was a famous Melbourne gangster. Oh, as in the um, underbelly, under, the underbelly, underbelly they did the series. So, yep. in my footy days, I caught that nickname. Yeah. What was the, um, what, what was your extracurricular activities outside of footy? A bit of bloody underworld stuff? Or how'd they find no, that? I tell everyone that, that he was my great, great, great <laughs> grandfather. So don't, don't fuck with me, you know. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, there, well, perfect place to start. I knew we'd, um, we might get 10 minutes of mine and then at the end, but there's maybe, a good chance maybe. we're going to be talking a lot of bloody league here at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Not St. George, please. Oh, the bloody woes of the dragons, eh? 
What did you think when old Griff was coming on for coach this year? Well, this would have been. I thought it was a positive. So one of my one of my best mates, he's the recruitment officer. So went to school with him, played footy with him, um, bloke by the name of Ian Millwood. So um, I think he's got his work cut out. Um, yeah, but him and another good friend, Sean O'Connor, when we go back to Wollongong, they they give us the royal treatment, so we do get looked after. So <laughs> and we do have the odd beer or two, and yep, yeah, so they're both ex Steeler players. So yeah. I've seen that um, on the, what was it, Vossie's one, Vossie's bloody show on Fox. He had Rod Wishart on there the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Geez, he still looks fit as anything yeah, too. Yeah, I've never actually met Rod, but, yeah, they don't come much better on the wing than mm. him run hard, you know. Yeah. So where, give us the bloody history, mate. Obviously, you, you weren't born in Perth if you're a no, mad rugby in, league born, man. So <laughs> where's, uh, where did it all start? Born and bred in Wollongong. Um uh, For the WA man. people, it's just uh, just even down from Sydney. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah an hour south of Sydney. Um, the old man was, he played for Newtown. He was an NRL player back in the 40s. Um, so there's a little bit of good breeding there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just went through school football, ended up playing for the local West Illawarra. So won four premierships there. Um so where, where was that in relation to the New South Wales Rugby League at the times? So that was like the the, the Reggies, you'd well, say? Well, it would be the equivalent to, say, the Waffle, you know, in AFL. Yep. So Illawarra was a big breeding ground. They weren't in the Sydney competition then. They oh, didn't, okay. They didn't come into, I think it was 82. So, yeah, so I started my first grade career around 70. Seven, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. So, what was um? So, West Illawarra is who you played. The Red Devils. Yep. 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 So, and then when did you? Because I guess back then it wasn't known as the NRL. Was it still the New South Wales Rugby League? And no, the, it was just Illawarra League. Oh no, but the actual rugby, the main rugby league comp that you know, like yeah, Bowman still and NRL. That, yeah, that yeah. was the New South Wales yeah, Rugby League. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, did you get a crack at the big time? Um, I didn't. I had a few offers. Um, still dwell on it today. So oh, I didn't take them. Yeah, didn't take them, no. Why was that? Um, my brother, I was sort of in a partnership with my brother in a security business, so and that was taking up all our time. So he was the brains and I was the brawn. <laughs> Yeah. You're dealing with the uh, old <laughs> squeezy tail dealing with the bad debtors. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but I've I got to play a couple of trial games against a couple of Sydney sides. Um, went okay, scored a couple of trials there. But, um, but, you know, really enjoyed my time at, at West, you know. Like I said, four premierships. Won a premiership with Gary Jack. Um um, Roachie just used to live down the road, so you know, blocker, blocker, yep, yeah. Yep. Oh, so uh, he was he's Illawarra boy, isn't yeah, yeah, he? ah, right, yeah. And then yeah. he got took an offer up at Balmart, yeah, 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 right, there you yeah. go, yeah. Mm. So we all, and so, and so did Gary Jack, so a lot, so what, yeah. a lot of. Yeah, I suppose everyone was getting picked up from everywhere, weren't they? Oh, well, Did the, Bow Main the, have was their breeding ground, you know. Yeah. It was one of the biggest breeding grounds going around. And, um, 
Yeah, like Bobby Fulton come from our club, you know. David Mate, Wade, John Dory, place. you know. It's, it was a it bred some good players. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So who? So who was in the comp? So they ended up feeding into the Illawarra Steelers. Yeah, you had um, we had West, you had Dapto, you had Collegians, Thrill, Coromel. Yeah, there was about at one stage I think ten or twelve sides in that in that district, you know. Yep. So and then Helensburg, Northern Suburbs come into it, you know. So yeah, it was a pretty big nursery, strong comp, you know. Hmm. Uh, well, that's and like that was the, I suppose the actual rugby league comp wouldn't have been much different either. Like it was all a, that was a, it was a working class game back then. Oh, no yeah. one had bloody, well, what did you get like a hundred bucks a win or something? Was yeah, I was up same? around two hundred, I think, a win back then, which is yeah. good money. There, it was <laughs> good, good money. Good money yeah. yeah, yeah, because my weekly pay, I think back then was about one hundred and sixty. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I love the win bonus. Um, but they were brutal days, you know, like you're talking the late 70s. I can remember a, a semi-final we played in against Port Kembla, our arch enemies, and there was five players sent off in the first half. <laughs> and like four, from, to get sent off four then, from our side, yeah, one from their side, and I was just a young 19-year-old winger. Like I had a sore neck just watching them. <laughs> Watching them get sent off, you know. Yeah. And she'd take a bit to get sent off back then too. No bloody uh, was, video ref or bunker. Would, no, it was, it was, you know, if you got sent off, you'd done something pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So who, um, I guess who was, uh, you mentioned Gary Jack and Blocker and all that. Yeah. Like, so who were you sort of playing in and around that, I guess, the notable uh, notable rugby league figures that we know today? Um, well, Gary was probably the, the biggest one. John Dory come down and coached us, so we played with him, the former Western Manly fullback. Um, Rod Hanneker, he went up to play for North Sydney. Alan Shepherd played for North Sydney. Um, Harry Eden come down from South Sydney and, and St George. He was a big, he was a hitman from Abe Saffron up at the cross back in the day. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. He was a real Other character, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> but great blokes, you know. Yeah, yeah. great blokes. Yeah, right. And then, the, then, the, then you had the, the opposition, like from from Dapto. You had blokes like Steve Morris, Slippery Morris, Brian Johnson. All those blokes they went on to, you know, had great careers with St George and well, Slippery played for Australia and yep. New South Wales. So yeah. So what was the? Uh the offers back in the day, the offers that were declined. I assume you're uh, you over it enough now to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not over it, mate. <laughs> no, what, like back in the day, it wasn't great money, you know. But um, more a pride, like a big pride. Thing. Yeah, and uh, when I say like offers, you, you you're only you offered to just come up and have a trial. There was no talk of any money or anything like that, you know. So, yeah. Where did you, or I guess, where do you rate? How, how, how did you go? And so, with it be, be as modest as possible, how do you rate yourself back then? If you if you did make a go, if you did take those offers up, I'm pretty what, confident I could have made it in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have. Yeah, I, I was I was at that level. I I believe. Hmm. Um, yeah, 170 first grade games with me club, 120 first grade tries. Uh, it's probably why a few of them were sniffing around a bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, I had a 
I had confidence in my ability. Yeah. There you go. When did you? How long did you go for? When did you actually 11 years, retire? Eleven years. Retired in '87, I think it was. Yeah. Bad news. Too many <laughs> bad news then. Given. Oh shit! Well, why don't we give the jumbo a go? I forgot. <laughs> got a few yeah, injuries from the footy actually, career. And you're right because back in the day when you first got on the jump, just a steel plate. No. Oh mats, yeah, no, none of those no shakes or anything mats. like that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, the old feet and knees, they feel it after a while. Yeah, I, re- I remember getting a new one um, and they it rocked up and they didn't have a mat on it. Yeah. This was a while back. Yeah. Another thought. Oh, and I was just like, mate, I can't do this. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is it. Ruined me. That yeah. was for one day, but I'm like, that's what it used to be yeah, like. Well, that's all we knew. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we knew. Uh, that's the way it was. Changes for the better. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. There you go. So, because oh, I'll see, I'll see you on um on the old Facebook. Like you got your own bloody influencer following. I'm on one of them, mate. I see you, bloody. And I see there's a lot, lot of uh, a lot of memories and bloody catch ups and stuff from the Illawarra days. By the looks, looks like oh a yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big, you know, big party of life. That's the beauty of Facebook, you know. Otherwise, if we didn't have that, the only time you'd catch up with them is when you go back home. And at the moment, I can't even do that. You know. Nah. No. Unfortunately, we're we're in a weird world at the moment. Well, you don't want to get stuck there. <laughs> if you go there, you might bloody get stuck there. Yeah. Unfortunately, you'd be working in a bloody well, coal cop- mine the week after. <laughs> <laughs> I copped a ban on Facebook the other day because I mentioned our Chinese friends. and Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's usually that. It's either that word that starts with C or another word that starts with C gets you a ban on Facebook these days. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I caught the little, you know, 10 minutes in the sin bin from Facebook. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. How long do they ban you for? 24 hours. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Like a time to reflect so on I had yourself. To to, had to go to the judiciary. And, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you can put a bloody footy analogy on anything those days, <laughs> yeah, can't you? I do. So who were you? So you were following, when the Steelers come in in 82, you Followed then? We, we, we As won in the like local when you comp. Were supporting- we won the local comp in 80, 81. And then the Steelers come, Steelers come in in 82. Um, no, I didn't follow them. I've always been a St. George man. Oh, so even, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I suppose yeah. everyone would have, that would have been, yeah, that would have been, it would have been, I suppose, like Freo coming in against West Coast. Like yes. a lot of people, even, they might live in Freo, but they yeah, probably, that's right. yeah. yeah. They probably used to follow West Coast, but. How did that? How did that work? Because obviously St George's was well, still today one of the biggest bloody supporter bases. Yeah, well, uh, the merger didn't happen till later on. I can't remember the year. Late oh, that was, yeah, yeah. God, when was that? Buddy? Yeah, it was no, nine, late nineties. Might have been late nineties. Yeah, so around the Super League time. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. But then, like, but how did the Steelers go getting a supporter base when everyone was so passionate oh, well, at St George? You know, like I said, Illawarra is a big town. They didn't have any trouble attracting supporters. You know, they. Mm. They were crying out for for a team in the league, you know? Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, that folded. I, I don't know the story behind it, really, but but they used to pack that Wollongong showground out, you know? Mm. And it's probably the most prettiest ground overlooking the ocean there, you know? It mm. had everything going for it. Because what, what's that? Ne- so that's not... Which one's that? Win Jubilee? Win. win that's win, it, win, no? No, Jubilee. Win Jubilee is the one... The St George home ground, that's yep. co- the old Cogra. Cogra, yeah. And Wind Stadium is the one in Illawarra. Ah, in yeah. Wollongong. That yeah. used to be Wollongong Showground. Yeah. yeah, it used to be the Wollongong Showground. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, no, you do see some good views there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the old drags. Yeah. When was your 
So what the last premiership was bloody 2009, was it when Bennett was coaching for the Dragons? Yeah, uh, yep. 2009. Yeah. Happy yeah. year, that one, mate. Did you go time. over for a bender for that one? Did you go to the game? No, I didn't go to the game. I was at home celebrating that. Yeah. Um, Gave yourself some time off. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was, I was quietly confident they'd win that not under under Bennett. They had a good side, so... Yeah. Who was it? Soward. Soward was East, the mate. East, wasn't it? No, nah, but uh, yeah, no, nah, Soward was the. the he oh, was yeah, the Jamie Soward, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So they're good times. Yeah. I was Devo, the game three of the Origin this year. I was just like, this is our chance to actually bloody drive yeah. the nail into these Queensland pricks. Yeah, they rose to the, the occasion, didn't they? Oh, didn't yeah. they? I think Cleary was a big factor. Like, yeah, like, oh, definitely. You know, he's, just he's such a the, class act, you know. Yeah. He, I, I, it's been because you can't put your finger on what he's doing. That means no. it's, it's that's the same I mean, as what you've got to go Smith back a long like. way for someone who controls the game so well, mm. like he does. You know, yeah. Um, but we're fortunate enough; we've got some great players to watch Tedesco and Turbo. You know, like mm. that. I, I, I don't think I can ever recall a better support player than Tavoyevich. He's just there all the time. But then he'll be on the right side. They'll play the ball, swing it over, and he's back over on he's the other side there. of the field. Yeah. Like, he's um, just got this gift to be in the right spot at the right time. He'd yeah. be—it'd be unreal to watch him live and actually watch what he's doing off the ball. Like he'd just absolutely—he'd be, be yeah. bloody going. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think his biggest strength is going to be that he's not a dickhead. Like he hasn't got he's that. He's a nice bloke. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's pretty well grounded. I don't. Yeah. I can't see him getting caught with bloody. Oh yeah. God. Bloody, uh, yeah, touch woody. Well, I might put the mocker on you, but I can't <laughs> see him getting caught with a bloody bag of coke in his pocket at nah, a nightclub nah, or anything. He's not nah. that. Well, and then you nah. look at like Jared Hayne when he had his flair and all that. He yeah, had his big form, story. and then in that look at the fall from him. Yeah, nah. like that old side of things. Like, I just, I just don't think he's. I think that's what Travoyevich is going to keep pretty level. Yeah, no, he will. He's, I reckon know. that's why Cameron Smith was so successful too, because he, he never really did anything wrong. Like he. Like outside of footy, sort of thing. Well, no. I don't think you got caught up in that sort of shit. Don't think you done much wrong on the field, do they? <laughs> <laughs> what they? What did Buddy John say to him? They were talking about life after footy, and they're like, "People want to know if you've ever considered refereeing." <laughs> <laughs> been refereeing his whole career. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to um, you got to appreciate him, but yeah, oh, like he annoyed yeah. the shit out of me because he was just that good, and he was, yeah. and he controlled the game too. Yeah, you know, like, but it, but it's it'd be hard not to when you're that good and that well known like to not have a slight influence on. He wouldn't even have to try and have an influence on the refs, but the well, refs all, would be intimidated. All by the good him. captains do, you know, they know yeah. how to talk to them. And but know. that but the refs would be intimidated by him because they're like, shit, this guy's he's the one of the best yeah. ever. Yeah, he's probably right when he's arguing with me, so I might yeah. just learn. To- That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richie McCaw was another one, you know. They've mm. just got that knack of Oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. 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 It'd be it'd be interesting to see how uh Smithy goes. You know, like you remember when JT had that big run of form in his yeah. last year and like, oh his second last year, sorry, when they won the premiership and everything, they're like, Oh, he's gonna be an immortal, blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as he retires, it all gets forgotten about very quickly. It does, yeah. Smithy had the same Talks about him and now he's retired and it'd be interesting to see how yeah, it gets he, forgotten or he like. Have you got a what, what's a I think you got to be non-player for five years or something like that, mm-hmm. isn't it? 
before they. Well, you've got to like Darren Lockyer would be the next immortal. You logically, you'd think. Well, there's there's probably be a few Queenslanders up for up for grabs for it. Yeah, it's not going to be a while. Going to be a while since we get bloody a New South Wales one. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the last one was John, so I don't know. If he was we, lucky God you know? for bloody. He, he got in there for his football skill. It wasn't for his um, social bloody. Couldn't have done more wrong off the field if he tried. <laughs> He knew how to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Um. So the footy career is finished. Yes. And you've ended up somehow twenty five years on a jumbo after that. Um. Where's how did it all? How's it all intertwined? Where did it all start? Where was the transition from footy player, security guard, bloke to mining? Yeah. Well, we just decided we we knew a, a guy over here working, uh, an old friend back in Wollongong. Um, and I actually give him a ring, and he to see if there was anything happening over here, you know. And he just said, as soon as I picked, as soon as he picked up the phone, he he said, "When are you coming over?" And I said, <laughs> "That's what I'm ringing for." He went, "I'll ring you tomorrow." He hung up, and and then the next day he said, "Yeah, I got your start. Head on over." So we just packed up everything. We had two young girls, four and two at the time. Yeah. Packed up the house and just took off. Yeah, right. How yeah. old were you? Oh, 32, maybe. Yeah. 33, maybe. Yeah, something like that. What What? What made you call up? What made you? Just had enough of um, in that doing doing that security thing, that virtually 24-hour stuff. Always just got sick of it, you know, just wanted to change. Um, my wife, Deb, she wanted to change. Um, the kids they weren't at school, so let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So, did you ever? Because coal mining was pretty yeah, big around yeah, your area. You yeah. Ever give that a thought? Or? No, oh, I gave it a thought, but never, never ventuated. You know, um, plenty of guys I played with worked in the coal mine, but yeah, no, don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, covered in black shit all day. Yeah, yeah. well, no, nice, yeah. Well, you yeah. weren't a smoker, so that wouldn't have phased you too much. So. No, <laughs> never, never been a smoker, no. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, the and then we had our third daughter um, not long after we come over there. So, you know, like people ask me, you know, 25 years on the jumbo, how come, why aren't you retired? And I, I three go, daughters? Because my wife gave birth to three girls. <laughs> Daddy can't say no, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I think the Jumbo's funded many bloody children's hopes and dreams in uh, Western Australia, yeah. hasn't it, or all no, over the bloody country. I must I must admit it's given us a very good life, yeah. Mm. Uh, hasn't it what? Yeah. 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 Well, so what was the first start over here? Who'd you, who was your mate working for? We were working for a company called Ryan Mining yeah. at, at Leinster. Yep. Uh, Mott was the boss. Mott was uh, he was a good bloke. He was hard, uh, hard but fair, um, and had a bit of a reputation as a jumbo operator. And he come down. I think I was just learning at the time. He come down and spent a day with me, and I was up and down off the jumbo like a jack in the box, you know, <laughs> checking to, up and down, up and down. And he looked at me and he went, "You're going to be a good jumbo operator." Because you're not scared to get up and down off that platform. Yeah. So yeah, right. There you go. So what? Did, what? How long did you? 
So you got thrown on the jumbo when you come over it? It wasn't very long because back in the day, it was um, the jumbos had a kettle on the back. Oh, yeah. Um, so when you did get to the jumbo, you, you were virtually doing everything because you were meshing, you were boring, then you were charging. When the jumbo went in for service day, everyone done you and your bog operator and your offsider, what they were called back then, the nipper, we done services. So it was only it was only it was only a development mine. So that's all that was going on. So probably oh, I would have been, I don't know, two years. wasn't much before I was on. They threw me on a jumbo. Yeah, nice. A bloke by the name of Bill Rolliff. He called me in the office. He said, you're going on the jumbo. No, I went, oh, wait on, wait on. You know, I'm, I said, this guy's been here longer than me. He went, I don't fucking work like that. He said, I've, I've watched you. You've got potential. You're going on the jumbo. And you're just thinking, fuck, no, I'm going to get flogged here. Yeah, I went, no, I said, no, wait on. <laughs> I said, I'm really enjoying bogging, you know. He went. I said, you know, the wife's really happy with the money. <laughs> he went, don't give me that shit. And he slid a piece of paper in front of me. He went, just sign that and let's make her really happy. <laughs> no word of a lie. And that's, that was the start of my jumbo career. There you go. Yeah. For Ryan Mining. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that was all contract then. And in that ground uh, with no shockcrete or anything, it's pretty challenging. Mm. Yeah. As in, so at Leinster. Yeah. Oh, so you've ended yeah. up back where you started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Yep. So. So you, but you were meshing then. Was it meshing then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it must have been obviously. It was only split set, so. Yeah. So no, it must have been shit ground if it was oh, meshing back then. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, nowhere used mesh hardly. Oh, look, some of the things I've seen, um, you know, rocks come and just cut that zoom tube. Virtually just clean in half, you know. Oh, really? Just, yeah, just your boom laying on the ground, you know. Like, how am I going to get yeah, out of this one? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do? You know. Yeah. But just see some amazing stuff, and thank God someone invented shockcrete to help protect us a little bit because we yeah. used to do a few silly things back in the day, you know. So, what was um, the Leinster you were at then? What was that in relation to it is now? Was there Many of mines that have joined up, or was it the existing one Nazi, you're in here? Still the same existing mine, yep. Yeah, there you go. We were just below six level. We used to do a lot of mining around three level. Uh, but the decline was just below six level, and now we're down to about 11 level. So I think I played just about a, a little part in every level on that mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right so i'd love i'd love i wish i kept a journal you know of the things you forget and you know yeah, i just wish it would have been a pretty thick book i know that yeah 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 so how long did you went till you ended up working for BHP and everything at least. Yeah, well, did you did you leave there? I oh, know I worked with you at Telfer, obviously. Yeah, that was yeah, after that, um, I think. yeah. I had a stint at Telfer. I went to Orange for a while. Um, that didn't last long. That was too cold. Um, <laughs> but I've done most of me mining at at Leinster. Um, 
But after Ryan Mining, I think McMahon's took over there as the contractor. So we worked for McMahon's. Um, a good um, a foreman we had by the name of Stewie Law, you know the laws. Yeah. Brett and Duncan. And then yeah. Um, their father, Stuart, he he took me around to show me some headings. We had three gun operators down on the main jumbo and he took us into where we're, me and this Brett Northey, he's now the foreman at Leinster. Um, he took me in to show us our work and he said, can you see the difference? And I said, well, ours looks a lot neater. And he went, it's very high standard what you are producing. He said, the guns aren't always the guns, you know. And, uh, and I said, I remember saying to him, so Stewie, so what, what makes the good operators, what's the difference between the good operators and the real good operators? He said, the real good operators look after the machine. It never, it never breaks down. They just know how to nurse it and look after it. So I took that on board. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just Western Mining was the client. They used to have a sign on the, on the side of every jumbo, probably every machine, I think, off memory, that this machine pays your wages. Look after it. Yep. I think, um, I think we've lost that little bit of art in today's mining world. Well, you end up losing blokes like Stewie as well. Obviously, Stewie's retired. Like yeah. Legends Great like that. Great foreman. Oh, because well, I interviewed Dave on here. Yeah, yeah. And I tried Dave, to get yeah. Stewie as well. Yeah. He, Stewie politely told me to fuck off, I think. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a shame because he, he's like, well, the way the way he sees, he's like, oh, I don't see myself as a legend. I'm just a bloke that worked underground for 40 odd years. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, because he is a legend, that bloke, yeah, Stewie. Yeah. He's, I've heard some stories very good on the bogger. And, oh, I reckon unreal bogger. One of the best I mean, was. It's hard as nails, but. When you get on his level and you just open up and he'd talk to you and teach you things and, yeah. you know, yeah. So he, get. What was the, um, when you moved over from, from, I guess, come from rugby league to mining, mm. what did you see, what did you, I guess, see about the whole thing? Did you see some correlations about how applying your rugby league skill to the mining world, like the teamwork side of things? Like, what, what was your thoughts on the whole thing? Well, I... I I relate to everything to do with rugby league, you know. We well, did it before talking about Facebook put you on the bloody judiciary. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that, that's right. Um, it's about like playing rugby league, you know, you don't get picked in first grade because you look good in in a red jumper, which was which was ours. You know, you don't get thrown on the jumbo because you look good in fucking orange overalls, you know. Mm. you got to earn. you got to earn that reputation. you got to earn, not only earn yourself a reputation, but earn a reputation of being a good cross mate. You want to you wanna earn that reputation where people want to cross you, you know. You set them up good. You, you make a, a real effort. I've even shut the jumbo down. I might... might sound fucking stupid but i've shot the dumbo down a half an hour early and got the nipper me and him have gone and set up the next heading if it wasn't set up you know just to set him up mm. you know keep the jumbo clean just that dash you don't want all shit over there just make it as good as possible for him 
for that next shift, you know, and eventually earn that reputation. Oh, you know, fucking Squizzy's always got the jumbo nice. We're always set up and that's what everyone needs to do, you know. Because, mm. you know, especially when you fly in, no one wants to be there. Nah. <laughs> and <laughs> no, the best no, thing no, you no. can do for your crossmate, if you know, okay, we don't all get on with our crossmates, but we've got to get by that. Um I'm lucky enough to have a great crossmate. He used to be my nipper, Michael Hutenberg. He used to nipper for me. Now he's my crossmate. Probably one of the best, right up there with one of the best crossmates I've ever had. We understand each other. We set each other up. It just makes the job so much easier. Mm. You know, you're off to flyer even before the day starts, and you know that. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen that way, we understand that. You know, couldn't set you up there. All good, mate. All good. Yeah. Mm. And like, and the the maintenance is a big one, I reckon. Yeah, like, like setting your crossmate up with the oh. the dailies and the bloody the shitty hose that might need changing or yeah, a bit of like, like taking the yeah, yeah. As long as you, that's the worst thing. Sometimes you go to all this effort, but you might leave something you didn't think about, and they think you're a bloody cunt because of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> but right. Like, like yeah. oh mate, I put in a real good effort to do all this <laughs> other shit. Yeah. You just only notice this one other thing, but. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, like, you know, being on the wing, you know, like, you know, people say, oh, you, you're just you're just a winger, you know. But, you know, I didn't mind getting in there, taking the ball up to the forwards, yeah. you know, doing a bit of hard stuff. And I've, I've always, if, I'm, if I've got two headings there, that's a shit heading, that one. It's turning, it's ugly, and I've got one straight ahead. I'll take that one. Take the turning. I'll the take that one. one and I'll leave that one for me cross, mate. Yep. Yep. All the time. You don't. You don't learn nothing by taking the easy way out. Take the hard one, make it, turn it pretty. I bored cuts out, I bought it out, and I said, you can't fire that one. You can't fire that one today. They go, why not? It's too pretty. <laughs> too pretty. We're just going to leave that there. <laughs> but no, that's what you, you don't get. You don't get nothing out of it. It's the easy way out. You can take the easy yeah. option, but you're not going to learn nothing. Well, yeah. turnings are um, – oh, because where I'm at now, it's like, like all the ore drives are just – they're just snakes. Oh, you know, yeah. every cut you're turning uh, yeah, that, in one yeah. way, shape or form. Yeah. But just you get good at turning. Yeah, like, well, that's right. You get good at meshing turns. It's just yeah. like it's all just automatic now. Yeah. Like, um, Learn to delay the mesh to, the right way. And, yeah, yeah, it used to be a bit daunting, but um, – you do it that many times over exactly. and over again. You, yeah. It's just another bloody head. Yeah. Same as a turn and decline. It's just, yeah. Yeah, just another head. Just like, <laughs> a, like a golf shot or having a shot at goal, you know. Yeah. They do it, you do it, you do it, you get good at it. You know? Yeah. Uh, like Daryl Halligan. He was just in the motions in his career, wasn't he? So One of the greatest fluid, goal you know? kickers yeah. of bloody all time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I had a shot at uh, my only shot at goal was in a grand final. Lucky we uh, won 22 nil. But had a shot from right in front and missed, yeah. So that's the end of that story. We moved, <laughs> moved right along. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm interested to know if you've been doing it for 25 years. This is what people can, I guess, take out of the whole thing. Is because, uh, you, as you said, you still love it. Yeah. Still love the jumbo. Love the challenge after 25 years. Yeah. It's uh, and or you can look at people in their rugby league careers and everything like their. You know, they go through their good form patches, their bad form patches, you know, in a good 
mental space they might be going through the dumps but you know i'm sure you've been like that in your jumbo career as well how do you i guess what have you done to keep that positive mindset and that go-getter culture and really keep yourself on top of your game for so long and not bloody essentially go to shit on the whole thing have you had any points where you have gone to shit and been over it absolutely yeah yeah absolutely um but the in the you know, there's been days where you've just you've fought the whole day. The ground has just beat you up. No well, you, you've worked in like the shittest ground in Australia all your career, pretty yeah. much. And and you and I tell guys, the ground will beat you up. But again, it's like a game of football. You'll play them, you'll get smashed. It's about fronting up the next week. Yeah. Well, as in mining, it's about fronting up the next day. Right, you beat me today. Let's see if we can him today that's that's yeah. that's the mentality that i take every day you know um i'm never shy away from from a challenge there so. <laughs> and i will eventually get on top <laughs> what's the score what do you reckon after 25 years what score are we looking oh, at probably grounds winning <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit of the queensland new south wales sort yeah, of tally. yeah yeah, yeah. Went through a you catch it up a bit yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won the last series. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing how much you can. Uh, oh, because I'm the, I'm the same. You go through stages, and you look back on it, you're like, oh, what a shit ass yeah. attitude. Yeah. So it's just amazing how much more enjoyable going away for work is when you're like, right, let's give it to it. Yeah, absolutely. And you get everyone yeah. behind you. Yeah, and 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 your week goes so quick. Mm. You know, you're on that much of a roll. You know, you've ever been down there. You're looking at your watch. You go, oh shit, wish I had another hour. <laughs> I mean, it'd be the only yeah. job in the world where you can do 12 hours and still be looking for time. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, it just amazes me. Yep. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> just that extra extra hour and then you're thinking, are you serious? Are you really thinking like that? Oh, yeah, well, but- we're on contract, so that's fair yeah. enough because we know extra bit. Oh, like, this bloody fucking jam it. Yeah. Pin this show. I'll get 50 bucks if I can jam it. Get this up quickly. <laughs> 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 so she's uh, a yeah. flat rate. She was a bit different sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love flat rate at my age. I must admit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, you know, I just love the challenge. I like a, I love the challenge of some new guy might come on site and think he's pretty good, you know, and yeah. go and check him out, and <laughs> you know, and then you hop up and show him a few things, and he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> no one's ever showed me that. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, straight away you get it, you get it, earn a bit of respect and. Then you get a bit of a relationship happening and they'll want to ask you stuff and, you know, yeah, help them out. Yep. Yeah. I think I, I think I ask everyone this bloody question in some way, like talking about the whole, you reflect, like you're 25 years reflecting on the journey and the, and the stages <coughs> you go through with like, you know, your, I guess your attitude, attitude towards the jumbo and like how the, you know, the rip tear bus phases, then you tidy up and then you, yeah, like how it evolves to the way you are now. I guess you learn, like, well, especially what I've learned very recently that all the shortcuts I was taking were taking me fucking just costing me more time over the yeah. long run and every yeah. other bastard time. Yeah. What what was your sort of progression through those phases? I think it was like these days, like when we're, we're not under the pump that much, you know, but there is times where, you know, well, most days you you got to throw in probably a hundred bolts, and I'm talking posies, yeah. somewhere between seventy and a hundred. And so, 
there is a bit of a challenge in that way. We've got to do we mesh to the floor, but we lag one cut, so you got to do catch up mesh, what we call. Yep. So that's a pain. That's another thing I don't do. I'll always do catch up. I won't leave that for the cross mate. Again, just earning yourself Keeping a reputation. On the of, everyone wants a crosser, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's it's. it's there, there was times there when you 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 think, you know, am I going to make it? Am I going to cut the mustard? Um, because the ground in the early days that bad, it was so hard to make a quid. <clears throat> and then I, was, I told you I was crossing a bloke by the name of Brett Northey. He was, he's now our foreman, as I said. He made it look easy. So I had to get into his ear, you know, a bit, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. It's... Have you have you always oh, had that yeah. good attitude of like, or oh, essentially the attitude you now keeping shit tidy, set your crossway up? Like, I gather that's something you just had from the from the oh, get go. I, no, I don't. Th- I, did, I don't think I had it from from the start. It's it sort of it's a thing that I've, I've built into my into my career um, because I know how beneficial it can be. Um, like as a jumbo operator, when 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 you're under the pump and you're you're trying to get that cutaway, like I take the day in sections, like in hour sections, I'm I'm looking to save say five minutes every <clears throat> every hour. So if I can do that, and you say you're down the hole for let's say ten hours, so there's there's fifty minutes I've saved, so that's enough time for charge up to get in there and charge it. So I'm looking for those little things how I can save time if I've got a new nipper and he's he hasn't picked up the game, I'll just shut the jumbo down, right? And I'll get off and I'll show him. This is how I want it done. I'll spend five or ten minutes with him. I know I'm going to benefit, probably not mm. today, but I'll benefit from it tomorrow, you know? And then they chuck him on another fucking crew. Yeah. And yeah. give you another and doesn't no. that piss you off? Yeah. <laughs> but I... It was funny. Uh, I had this new offsider one day, and he and I love I love to have a giggle. You know me. I love to have a giggle, and I'm down marking up the face. And he goes, "Oh, what did you do before mining?" <clears throat> I said, "My mum was a clairvoyant." He went, "Really?" I said, "Yeah," and I said, "She taught me how to do it. All this stuff, you know, breed palms and stuff like that." He goes, "Fucking hell, really?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Have you ever had your palm read?" <laughs> He went, nah. I said, well, I said, well, look, we've got a bit of time. I said, clean your hand up. And I said, we'll give a bit of a read and we'll we'll see where your mining career's going, you know. So he stuck his hand out and I've got a can of red paint and I've just sprayed his palm red. And I went, now you've had your palm red. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, he, couldn't, he was just like stunned, you know. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah, very funny, yeah. <laughs> but I like playing little jokes on them. You, you know, well, you've got to get them on your side. You know, it's, you a, it's a prick of a job. Yeah, yeah. Nippering, you know. Um, so yeah, try and try and get them laughing. Did you see that one on Facebook that was floating around of old mate 
had all had the new nipple with the how spray good, bottle spraying the rock that? softener on the face. How good was that? He's on a circular motion, right? mate. Chuck it right in there where I'm putting the burn. <laughs> Don't worry about the rest. I, I forget the name of the jumbo operator, but I'd love to have a beer with him and have yeah, a giggle yeah. about that. That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, the poor nipper. Yeah. He was pretty covered up with. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he knew who he was, but yeah. oh, you could see him. He had the full kit, the nipper. Yeah. He's got the bloody and you know, sleeves down. You could yeah. tell he was new. Yeah. He's just he looked the part. Make sure you get it right in there. Yeah, <laughs> circular motion goes better, mate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bloody gold. <laughs> so what do you do? God, have you dealt with some good ground in your life, or you just battled shit ground all your life? I'm sure, you went through some good hard patches, didn't you? God. It was in. It was enjoyable when we did find it. <laughs> no? I think you seem to, that's when you sort of relax a bit, you know. But I thought the ground at Telford was pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm just a just a bad ground miner, I think. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I suppose, God, you'll have some, uh, God, we can talk gooeys. Like, how many gooeys do you reckon you put in in your life? Oh. Should be up near 100,000, eh? Yeah, well, it probably would be, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Yeah, that Pro is a bloody art, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, there, there's, <coughs> well, it's like everything. There is Because you're art. never dealing with good ground when you're putting gooeys in. Otherwise, no. you wouldn't need to put gooeys in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um they can one gooey can just fuck your whole day. Yeah, you know, we've all been there. Yeah, you know, you're having this great run, and then five bloody crack pipes later, that's yeah. bent and fucking yeah. snapped, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and you're just getting wilder and wilder, <laughs> and trying to keep your composure. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and you walk in, bloody everyone's high as a kite when they walk in the dry because there's that much glue on the ground and <laughs> shit everywhere. Yeah, it looks like a graveyard of fucking crack pipe and bent <laughs> bolts and, yeah, we've had those days. Oh, geez, yeah. you'd have it down pat now, eh? Uh, yeah, I like to think I have. Um, like I said, it's just about getting yourself into a rhythm, a pattern, sticking with it. There's little tricks where, you know, I'll put a little, when I go to bore that hole, I'll put a little kink in that mesh so I know where that hole is. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, little things like that so you're not relying on that nipper to spot that hole for you. Mm. You just learn to put a kink in that mesh wherever you bore a hole, even if it's painted yellow or whatever you, you paint your mesh up, still put that kink in there, you know, and you look, oh, you're working that hole and you're looking for that next Where's that next kink that you're mm. just thinking ahead all the time? Same as when you're boring, you know, where's my next hole going to go? Where you bolting meshing? Where's that next hole going to go? Just keeping that one step ahead all the time. Mm. Yeah. So. What about um, the joys of gooey's getting your glues in and shotcrete and shit behind all the shotcrete? There is no joy in Cleaning that. the holes. There is no joy in that. Have you got any? I've got one. I'll see, I'll let you go. I've got a bloody, I ran this at uh, Grove and it was a ripper. This is to get that hole clean? Yeah, or cleaning holes and trying to make, because that, as you said, because one hole can just yeah. ruin your well, life. It's a, it's a, to me, it's a waste of time even trying to get that glue in. If you can't run that steel down that hole with no rotation mm. and there's no, you can feel if there's a, a rock Something, there or anything. yeah. yeah. If you can run that down 
and there's no interference on that steel or anything like that, there's a good chance that glue will go in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's yours? Well, I started, uh, took a bit of time, took 10 minutes yeah. or five, 10 minutes sometimes. Always but leave your air on too. Make it on, yeah. yeah. So I'd, um, I'd go through with a 64 mil bit or even a reamer and collar every single one of the holes. Oh, yeah. And then drill it out. Yeah. And just open that collar up to get the shit out. Yeah. And it just, it was easy to find the hole because it sort of found its way in there. Yeah. But it just got all that shit out from behind the shot yeah. crew. It just yeah. gave you hope because yeah. that, that is gooey. What are they? Uh, well, oh, T31. Yeah, 32, aren't they? Or, yeah, yeah, bloody, bloody yeah. tiny. Mm. Um, that was, yeah, that was a bloody, took a bit of time. Same as when you're, um, if you're drilling a side round or a strip in a shot created face. Yeah. Poor old charge up trying to charge. It's just a nightmare. Oh, and, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I did the same with that. Like actually yeah. go collar everything and then drill it out and it just opens it. Opens it up. Gets all that fun. shit out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. That's I've got looking, to offer. Looking, look, looking after your charge up crew. Well, mm. that's it. Well, you will. Well, I always think I'm looking after myself the next day because if they can't charge <laughs> it, I'm going to wear the repercussions yeah, of it the next true. day if I've got to scale the bastard yeah. out or pop it or something yeah. stupid. But it worked well with gooeys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I tried actually, um, like you know, sort of marking up and. Drilling the, getting the glues in before putting the putting the mesh up with the glues, yeah, with yeah. the bolts, just to found that a bit bloody. You got to hide a bit, hide to get your line, get yeah, it all lined I, I up always, a bit. Yeah, I always just pin it with the with the stubbies, with the stubbies or the. Mm. Well, we don't have many stubbies. At one point five splitties, you know, just throw them. At, if there's something, if your mesh is flapping around, that Bruce, just chuck another bolt in there. Yeah, it you is know, quicker. Yeah. Pin it, pin it to the wall because. You know, once you start trying to get the glue and that mesh is flapping around, it's... <laughs> yeah, trying to weave you know, it in. Mate, don't make it any harder than it has to be, you yeah. know, mate. Because do you use um, scale it before it's sprayed? Yeah. 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 That makes a bloody big difference. Yeah. Yep. yeah so you wouldn't sure. need to collar the whole there, thing. There are shift bosses um, that don't send the guys in there, but you pay the penalty. Oh, shit, yeah. 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 It's just a little rubble behind there, yeah. I remember they started doing that at Telford. Like, I, was, I remember I was on the scale and jumbo at the start. Yeah. That would be the day, go scale six head. Yeah, well, if you're, if you're someone new on the jumbo. <laughs> that was the job. Yeah, that was the you job. Loved it. <laughs> I really, oh, so passionate about scale. Oh, yeah. As passionate as old Nando is now. <laughs> but um, but it, 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 fuck, it made a difference. Yeah. When they sprayed it and you were gooey in it, like just taking that shit out from behind. Absolutely, yeah. 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 You're just fighting an uphill battle otherwise. So yeah. you probably wouldn't need to collar then. But um No, it's all it's all about the profile. Like you know you know, if you've got a nice profile, the mess just jumps up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Everything's easy. If you everything's easy, you know. Mm. So yeah, like my wife taught me, she has a saying. Take the time it takes, so it takes less time. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. You know? So if you've got She's to put an extra hole in, or if you've got to put an extra bolt in. That's going to save you the the cut from fucking up or something like that. Mm. Do it. What was her bloody? Where'd she? What? Where did that apply in her life? In, in horse, I don't know where she got or, it from. Um, I don't know if she read it from somewhere. Um, yeah, just she's. You could get her into coaching as well. She's a good woman. Hey. She's a good woman. She loves the. She loves the bet. She loves the footy. Loves a loves a, a drinks beer loves with you. Loves a beer. What a bloody yeah. legend. 
I could go further, but I won't. (laughs) You just got to find. She's pretty good in the kitchen. (laughs) Just find yourself with a vagina and that's your ideal wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, as I said, I always see she's having a bloody pint with you. What a bloody legend. Measure of a good woman there. She is is, the, the most amazing woman I've ever well, well, lucky, you, lucky you got her in before the end, mate. Gotta, she gotta, would have given you a clip plug under in the there for her. Huh? <laughs> yeah. nah, she knows I love her. <laughs> yeah. Did any any of the girls, your kids, get into mine? Yes. Yeah. yeah. My youngest one, Jess. Uh, she was. She came up and worked with Tees. She worked her, and then she went to um, up to Cliffs with BHP. So she worked yep. her way up to service crew, uh, and now she's in BHP head office. Oh, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Just doing a bit of um, planning and data entry and a bit of everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, good. So, um, yeah, no, she's going well. They she's get behind well. the bloody league with you? They what? Do they get behind the rugby league with you? Um, yeah, they do. They often ring me up and go, and the Dragons are not going too well, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. so... Um, no, they weren't. Well, they weren't around when I was when I was playing. But they, yeah, they don't mind their their bit of footy. Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, we better offer some bloody uh, some squiz knowledge today. Yeah. You, know, you said you might be getting this. Could be part. This could be um, training for your coaching or training for your training. Yeah, yeah. Or you're getting filtered into. Yeah, you get told to go train a jump operator up. How you got to, you, you got to try and bloody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I better not complicate the bastard well, too much today. But yeah, what's your approach to it? Is and is the approach different depending on the individual and the yes, way they are? Yes, it is. And like this, you know, we've got some very good operators up there. You don't, you would, I wouldn't go and insult them by saying I'm going to come down and train you. You know, mm. um, I wouldn't. They don't need it for starters. They they bolt mesh bore. They get their cut every day, so. Um, and just just for information, everyone, the bolt mesh bore a cut where you are ain't that's a bloody good effort, I assume. Like there's a bit of work well, when, that goes yeah, into that. When you, yeah, even though it's only a one point five meter cut, um, <laughs> but it's the the lead up work to get to that. The bloody in the ground support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, every day you're putting in, like I said, between seventy and a hundred posies. So yeah, you know, up and down, up, you know. Um, there's, and you get those operators that, well, you know, I'm good enough. I don't need it. Um, but you only got to, it's, it's how you approach them. Um, and I'm always cracking jokes and, and so you got to, you got to get them on, on that level, relax them a bit and then I can start showing them stuff. I'll just say, look, you know, this little trick. And once once you start showing them a few things, they relax and well, you know, no 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 one showed me that and yep. things like that. The guys so there's like three stages: the guys that you don't need to go there, the guys that you're a bit hesitant to go there because you know what they like. There's the guys that really need it, but are too you know that. Attitude. It's not an attitude. It's a thing where once you get on the jumbo, they think people think they know everything about jumbo, so they're they're a little bit scared to ask you for advice. 
Um, but because I'm such an easygoing guy, the guys will come up and say, you know, can you come down and show me a few things and am I doing it right, you know, because some of them do struggle. You might have been shown the wrong way from day one. Yeah, well, that's going to yeah. stick with you unless yeah. someone shows you differently, you know. Um, they're struggling for a reason, so we've got to try and find that out. What's, what's some of the common things or the, the things you feel you're repeating yourself on amongst a lot of operators, people that prob people the things that people do wrong the most often? One of them is winding everything up to the max. As soon as you walk up to that jumbo, I can hear it screaming mm. instead of humming. Yeah. You know, they've got it wound up, the 240 bar and the, the deviation things fucking wound up. No one's been even showed them how to, you know, how to adjust them. So that's one thing. Um, roughness, there's no smooth movement, you know. Smooth is slow. Well, what's the old saying? Well, slow, slow is smooth, 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 smooth is fast. fast, you know. Yeah, yeah. So just those little things. Um, not using that that return switch. I don't know if you use the return switch. Oh, I love it. Love it. Guys oh. are hit, knocking the levers out, you know. Yeah. The return switch is there. Put your flush on. Hold the fast feed lever. That stops the drifter from coming back. Yeah. You're just you're just sitting there. You're not hitting that and doing that. You're letting the machine do the work, you know. Mm. Well, you can even even take it to the next level with the flush now. Like you chuck your air on and go full percussion before the end of the hole and yeah. then it all blows out, comes blows back out, all at bang. the same time. Yeah. And you're doing, as you said, that, yeah. that return switch, oh. Oh. You, you got you doing you got six other things you can be doing when it's exactly by itself. yeah that, that drifter can be coming back while you're moving especially when you bolt meshing mm. you can be moving that into position while that's but the guys are hand feeding the drifter back i'm thinking oh <laughs> who the hell taught you that you know yeah. but they say well that, that's how i was taught yeah so you know what do you you can't i don't know <laughs> okay well let's Let's start again. But yeah. it gets tapped into the brain, doesn't it? Mm. You know, once you learn that little bad habit, sometimes it's hard. To, it's like teaching a 14-year-old dog, you know. It's <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, so they're the, they're, the, they're the three stages of training, yeah. Boar, Oregon boring is probably one of the hardest things to learn and teach. Oh, I've noticed because it, it took – I look back on it now. It's like I've been, you know. I've, I've been boring for what two and a half years, and it's only just six months ago probably clicked. Click, in yeah, terms those of, clicks. Yeah, in terms yeah. of trying to like, oh, still, still bloody. Some don't come out as they plan these yeah. days. Still, like, but and even just recently, like, really getting it a bit of repetition in getting the ream as tight as to like you know you're pulling a four point nine meter steel like it's it's a bit yeah yeah and. You know, the old, the harder the ground, the tighter your rumours have got to be, you know. Mm. If your ground's softer, well, you can spread them out a bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think... Um, but just, especially with turning and keeping stuff, knowing the relation between, you know, your back sights and even just your collar location on the big seals, like, you know, you move that in a bit, you can be, you might end up. 400 mil out at the back of the hole yeah. like just and you try and explain it to someone um, or just well, look at their face i'm like i've just confused the living fucking yeah. out of me and it's so hard to explain and i was watching nando do it on the with the board 
and I think he mentioned it's, you know, it, it's easy when you're down at the face mm. explaining things to people. Yeah. It's hard to put it on the board, you know. Yeah, it's hard to do it in Perth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think Nando, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll wear him that shot hole out. Yeah, he mentioned that, yeah. the squeezy burn. Um, yeah. yeah, and that, an old air leg miner told me that. They were having trouble pulling some ground at Leinster one day and he came up to me and he went, Ream that shot all out, Tig. I went, what? And he said, Ream that shot all out and let me know how it goes. But if it if you do that and if the ground's running, say the ground's running that way, yeah. where you've got a, that's the first hole that goes off. Strip into it, yeah. In that side. If the ground's running that way, that's the first one that goes, or that one. Yeah. You, you don't fire with the ground. You've got to. It's like snapping a piece of wood, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's or, right. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to snap it going like that, you know. It's mm. got to. Yeah, and and did that? Did you when when you do ream that shot hole out? So you know you, you're four reamers and then you ream the shot hole. You got your five reamers, um, and say so you just got normal ground. Like, yeah. like it's not that laminated. Are you bloody? Do you ever like? Do you spin it or you just go your diagonals? Or? No, I just I just I I keep everything as simple as possible. You know, mm. it's. We're not putting men on the moon. It's just we're, we're blowing holes rocks. and we're <laughs> blowing rocks, you know. Sometimes if if the ground's difficult, I might wedge it in a little bit, you know. Yeah. That that small box, wedge those in a little bit. But virtually it's virtually the same. Depending on the ground, I might really put some ground on my oozes. Sometimes I'll take them out to eight or 900, you know. And what's the idea to make them work a bit to clear just, the burn? Or? Just to try and get those that perimeter just to snap it off. Yeah. So it's not hitting the 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 unmined ground, so to speak. You know. You know. Just to get it to snap off. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and that's that's just knowing, I suppose, what sort of ground you're dealing with and what your explosives can and can't do. So you need to know all that. Emulsion that I love the um, your interview with Dharma. Dharma, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he explained that excellent. Um, and we knew when I think when emulsion first came in, we had all sorts of problems with it because it was all so new, mm. gassing it all up. But like I said, it's it's about knowing your ground and knowing what your explosives can and can't do, and just work to that and. It might be only you might be only moving holes only a hundred mil. It doesn't sound much, mm. but it's just you you're not you want you want every hole sort of you don't want some holes working more than the other holes. You know what I mean? Mm. Got to spread it around. Like when I'm doing me lifters, and then I'll do me knee holes. Well, I don't. My next hole's not on grade. I'll bring that down too. So I'll do pack I. The, I'll yeah. pack those in tight. Yeah. Yeah, because well, when you think of it, I see like, because you think you're boring, say you're boring your lifters on, you know, one and a half, 1.6, and they're yeah. hooking down a bit. So yeah. there's 1.8. Yeah. And then you got your, your drilling on grade and hooking them up. So yeah. there's, you know, you nearly got two, you're trying to, you got three rows covering two meters. So yeah. you lift, you're yeah. trying to pull more than a meter a row. So yeah. it all's the same. I bring yeah. it down. Bring it down. Bring it down a because couple hundred mil Because if your knee hole's like that, and then your next hole, you're going up a metre, but you're hooking your burn up. Yeah. At the back of that hole, you might be trying to pull 1,500. Mm. You're putting a lot of pressure on that that hole. You're asking a lot from him, you know? Yeah. So 
and and with with packing that in down tight there, you're not putting so much pressure on those knee holes, so they can lift out. So as they put come the out, then, on your then, the, then the lifters go, <laughs> "Thank fuck," you know. On that. Well, because it seems like there's always. Uh, it's always laid over at the top. So obviously the bottom of your face is always the hardest to pull. It must be because yeah. your faces are always yeah. laid over. You're always I've always said that virtually the top section looks after itself. Mm. You know, you've got to, if you're going to concentrate on, it says lifters, you know, always only, you know, five and a half, five metre drives, always only seven lifters, bore straight. Bore straight. Um, I don't know if you know how to, what they call paralleling. You lock that boom in the where it can't, cylinder, where it yeah. can't move. You can do that with virtually every hole. You can do it with your lifters too. So they're all they're all going the same direction all the time. Yeah. If you get to learn that paralleling on the side, it can only go one way. It can't go the other. Well, you can essentially, if you, as long as you're just moving the boom up, down, left, or right, and rolling it, rolling like it's you a good can one. Move, you can move it anywhere you want, and it's going to be that same direction. Yeah. Yep. Like. Yep. Yeah, you got to learn to. I oh, know. I'm not. Look, I'll probably. Oh, you got to trust the parallel, and unless it's out, like yeah. which. No, that's, I'm sure oh, you it might can have to just a little bit, but yeah, it's. But usually, it's pretty bang on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, but that's the thing, it doesn't look bang on, but you've got to trust that. You've got to trust that that's trust right. Trust the optical yeah. illusion fucking fuckery yeah. that you've got to go through on the but bloody it's a, thing. it's the best thing for, well, when you're doing your burn, you know? It's mm. just locked in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, that's, and that's, well, I guess that's one thing I've been working on recently is just trying to keep that burn. Because I've just been, I've been started just because I'm like, well, you know, your six reamer burn, like the big circle yeah. six. I'm like, you know, everyone thinks, oh, six reamers, I'll space it out a bit. I'm like, well, isn't it better to get four reamers tight as fuck, like uncomfortably tight to drill? Like, you know, like think that you know, yeah. it's like if you can – oh, that's what I've been practising is getting yeah. them tight as anything. Yeah. And that, those tight four will pull in a big spaced out six any day of the week. Yeah. Because like, that, that shot I'll just goes off and she's home already. Yeah. That's right, yeah. But it's um yeah, it took a bit of oh then plenty plenty of stuff broke into shot holes, but it's just it's same as exactly what we said, just practice. Yeah. Repetition and it practice. Is, yeah. Yeah. No, you like I said, you keep doing it over and over. And and like don't don't be scared to get down off the I don't use a guide stool. No. Nah. Um but if guys are learning, you know, don't be scared to get up and down off that jumbo, you know. Well a good way to train the eye I found is like, you know, especially when you haven't got a guide steel, like start drilling what you think's parallel and actually go out there, run a tape measure between the front of the steel, stop it, run it front of the steel and the back of the steel and just mm. check if you are parallel. Parallel, Like yeah. say if you've got a smaller distance of the back, you're obviously spearing them out. Because you might, it might look parallel from yeah, up there, yeah. but the further you move it away, you actually you've got to look like you're going to break into it. Well, I know boring a 1.5 meter cut if i if i ran into another hole Jeez, if you can't pull that squeeze far <laughs> <laughs> god every bloody room you know you wouldn't even need a bloody reamer in that would oh, you look it's you know it's it, no, post, post it can be burn that one it can be it can be very forgiving but it, then again if you don't treat it with respect it it can make a mug here you know yeah 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 you know, yeah so yeah, like I said, just keep everything as simple as possible. Don't you know? Don't overcomplicate anything. Mm. You know, it's 
Um, doesn't matter what it is, you know. I hate people overcomplicating things for me, you know. It <laughs> doesn't need to be that. Nah. Yeah. Keep it simple. Geez, when's the last time you had the big sticks on? Do you have the big sticks on anywhere there? Well, what were, what were they at Telfer? Four nines there. Four nines, yeah. That had been the last time. That that auto jumbo had a had, had a fixed rail at three seven, so yeah. Um yeah, certainly a bit different. You know? <laughs> the, the only the only uh, good thing about the one point five gets you moving from side to side really quick, yeah. you know. You're really you really Jeez, going how for long it. does it take you to bore one of them out? Oh, it took me about twenty minutes the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Isn't that funny how you said all the lead up to it? It's like, oh, just a quick 20-minute finish, but yeah. that's, uh, you're like, oh, it's yeah. a bit of a lead up to get there. Yeah, and then <laughs> you, you go in the next day and you have a look at it and you went, all that for that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> a few buckets and you're back uh, in there. Yeah, 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 it doesn't take long to bog. No, back in no. there, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, so how many years do you reckon you got left in you? Oh, probably another 20. 20? No, I don't Why know. Why not? I don't. It's funny because... Someone said to me the other day, who's the tightest bloke? Who's the tightest bloke you ever worked with? I went, me. He went, how do you come to that? I said, well, they reckon you, you sleep for eight hours a day. That was 24 hours in a day. Yeah. So you sleep for a third of that day. So, so I'm 63. So I've been, a, I've been asleep for 21 years. So <laughs> how fucking tight is that? <laughs> <laughs> Got an answer for everything. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, who's some of the best you've ever seen on the levers? It's hard to say because you don't actually get to watch, watch them. them. Yeah. You, you go by crossmates like Matty Maguire. Do you know Matty Maguire? No. St um, stress. He was he was a great operator, you know, great to cross, work always neat. Um, yeah. Um, my old mate, Brett Northey. You know, he, like I said, he made it look easy. Um, you know, that's where you wanted to be. Um, and that's where, you you know, if you're fair dinkum, you got to aim high and you got to keep improving, you know. You, you never stop learning on Jumbo. I can go down and look at someone who's only been on it for a couple of years and you see him do something and you go, and you go hmm. Oh, yeah. That's all right. That's a nice little trick. <laughs> don't, you don't tell him. You know? <laughs> um, the got the Hootenberg I've got at the moment as a crossmate. You know, great crossmate, good operator. You know, always we get ourselves in a pattern where we're not. You're not rushing at the end of the day to charge. We'll we've worked out a system where we're charging the charge up a charging midday we've sort of gone a half a circle yeah yeah just half a take, cycle just take the pressure off takes the pressure off everyone yeah so and we're always getting our cut every day yeah you know yeah. instead of pushing it right to You're the just going to be half a shift behind for the rest of your mining career what's you half, can handle what's that a, what's a half a shift between yeah i'll stay in for an extra yeah, half yeah, and yeah. <laughs> um yeah oh, look it's, it's what like about said, um what about, I guess, some of the best bloody managers you worked under? Like, you know, the best leaders you've worked under throughout your time? Um, Guys that are sort of similar values to you with your uh, the way you operate. Look, management-wise, um, Chris Stone from BHP was, he's probably the best underground manager we've had. He's now head of Nickel West, probably mm -hmm. 
sounds like I'm. You got him there. Hey, <sighs> you got him there yeah. essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny when when we were doing a bit of a stint with Tease, and they said um, Chris Stone's coming on site tomorrow. Not many people in this room would know him. Squizzy would know him. I went, yeah, he was a bloody good nipper. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was really good, and he's like I said, he's head of Nickel West now. Um, um, a bloke by the name of Shane Barr. He was a good underground manager. Stewie Law. Um, um, the other guy from um, Macca's, Johnny Brown. You know, hard guys, but if you get them in that in that right mode, they'll just open up and tell you all all their secrets and mm. how easy you can make things and. Um, yeah, who manages? Um, so this is what happens when I don't send people questions. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the guy we got at the moment, um, Chibs, we call him Chibusa. Um, look, he's just one of those guys that you enjoy listening to. He's got a, a, a he's just got an art of talking, and he throws in a little. Again, it sounds like I'm sucking up to him, but you know, I don't rap anyone that doesn't deserve it. Um, yeah, so, and like, like I said, I've got the me crossmate at the moment who used to nipper for me. My shift boss at the moment, he used to nipper for me. <laughs> and I'll tell you a story. I had a bloke by the name of Hayden Thompson. He was a great nipper. And we were, we were working for TSIP out at this mine at Leinster. And every time someone come down, you know, shut the dumbbell down, they go, how you going, Squiz? We had to have a bit of a chat, you know, blah, blah, blah. They'd go. Hayday would go, where do you know him from? So said, oh, he, he used to throw bolts for me, you know. Oh, yeah. And this kept happening. Everyone would come down. Where do you know him from? He said, oh, he used to throw bolts for me. It's like, fuck me. <laughs> you know. Anyway, we've got the message. Mines inspector's coming down. <laughs> come to, mines inspector comes down. Shuts the jumbo down. Mines inspector, you can see Hayday looking, you know. Mines inspector goes, g'day, Squiz. How you going, Brad? We have a bit of a chat. Mines inspector goes, Hayda goes, where do you know him from? I said he used to throw bolts when he went, fucking hell, I've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> How good's that? Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. Have you been, um, have they bothered the living shit out of you over the years about going shift boxing yes. and management? Still yeah. doing it? Yeah. Or are they giving up? Have you ever wanted to do it? Never. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, no, I've always, um, even rugby league, you know, never coaching never interested me that way. Uh, even though my wife reckons, you know, I'll be watching the league and I'll stay stuff. And then the, the commentator will say it and she'll go, <laughs> you should have been a coach, you know. <laughs> but no, shift boss, no, I like to be, I like to be at the face, you know, I like to, in the action, you know. Um, I don't really want the responsibility of, Looking at it's a bit like babysitting these days, isn't it? Counselling, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so many different varieties of personalities, and you got to be a counsellor, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Non-mining yeah, issues, yeah, yeah. yeah so no, nah, but uh, no, nah, not shift boss is not for me. No, nah, nah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But coaching might be. Coaching might be in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Um, I'll get a I'll get a bit of a thrill from seeing someone 
the look on their face when you show them something that that's made just made their job so much easier, you know. But you'd have a pretty big, you'd be like no, you're like very big passion for the role, like passionate about jumbos, and you could talk about them all day, probably, couldn't you? Well, you probably talk about rugby league a bit more. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I, I do. I'm not. I don't like to talk work when I'm not at work. I'm not a, you know. Guys will often say, "Oh, you," I'll say, "You know, oh, you're talking work again." You know, like. Um, but when it when it needs to be spoken about, yeah, yeah, I, I can come up with a few stories and yarns and <laughs> what you should and shouldn't be doing and yeah. yeah. I think it's just good what everyone bloody. I hate people talking about what the status of some heading is at the pub. I couldn't give a fuck if it's not set up or a pumps, whatever. Like, like, but if you're yarning about, oh, you know, little, oh, did you see him do that? Tips and tricks. Oh, so-and-so did this. Bloody, yeah. Like, you know, sharing a bit of bloody, because that's where I've learned all my shit, yeah, the pub listening you, to people. You're that's right. The well, stuff. If, you know, if you get up the pub with them, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a shift change or you go for a couple of beers afterwards. Once you start opening up, then, You'll find they'll they'll ask a few questions and that, but like I said previously, a lot of them they're a bit hesitant of, you know. I don't know if it's that jumbo status or, but it shouldn't be. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big head. I'm not, I'm very approachable. You know, mm. you know. Yeah, I, I I remember when I first when I when I was throwing bolts and and I was just a, well, not just a I was a truck driver and stuff like that. But I remember the jumbo operators that they just treat everyone like shit, you know. And I, I remember going home to my wife saying, "If I ever get to that jumbo, I'm going to try and change that culture because yeah. it doesn't need to happen, you know. No shit, no. It doesn't need no. to happen, you know. Yeah, sometimes you start, lose it, you know. But when usually the people that treat people like shit, which was me at the start, yeah, they're really shit on the jumbo. That's right. And they don't realise it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I yeah. was doing it. Oh fuck! Yeah. Look back, I was just useless. <laughs> Yeah. Taking it out on everyone else. Nah. <laughs> nah. Don't blame your tools. Don't blame anything else. You know? yeah, yeah. Look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, good stuff, mate. Yeah, Fuck no. Beautiful. Uh, I didn't even use me bloody. I will tell you a little story about a fitter once. Is what you, do you, you got written down there, actually? Like, no, just because, like I said, I'm losing my memory. I've got to write <laughs> shit down. So I went, it, the, the jumbo was in service day one day, and um, there was a guy there. He was a bit like. He acted a bit like Steve Irwin, took his job really serious, you know. And, and I said to him, I said, oh, a bit of oil coming out of that loom, you know. And he's like, he stalked it a bit, you know. And went around there and he stuck his hand underneath it. And some oil dripped on his fingers and he he rubbed it like that and he looked at me. And then he smelt it. And he looked at me. And then he went, he licked it. And I'm like... And he went, that's rock oil, squizzer. I went, I could have fucking told you that. He <laughs> didn't have to go through that procedure. <laughs> oh, I just walked away shaking my head laughing. Yeah, very funny. There you yeah. go. When you hit the deck, oh, no, it's rock oil's down. That's, that's taking your job serious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's good too with these new drifters. You've got to keep the rock oil up to them. Good so, good. yeah, no, yeah. very yeah. good. Old, old ones, it doesn't yeah. matter as much. <laughs> no, good on you, mate. Thanks very much. Squizzy's no, bloody. Real, real pleasure, mate. Yeah. Inspirational bloody rugby league to mining career. But yeah, I think it's good. A uh, lot, lot to be taken out of it. The. Uh, how sport, good sporting attitude can be applied to mining. Yeah. And what it does uh, for you. For sure, you know. It's, uh, I, Moral I, of the story, look after your cross shift and don't be a shit cunt. That's the <laughs>
long and the short Absolutely. of this episode. <laughs> uh-huh. Build yourself a reputation where people want to cross you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, good stuff, mate. Yeah. Been an absolute pleasure. Been, you've been highly recommended by many people, mostly Nando. <laughs> yeah. Every time he's like, Squeezy would be a good one to get on. I said, wheels are in motion, Nando. Wheels in motion, yeah. <laughs> he's waiting to fix his bust up. But. <laughs> no, good on you, Copper. No, pleasure, pleasure, mate. Good to see you again. <laughs> you yeah. too.